0: You are listening to T Mac and Cookie Monster on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Podcast. Engaging and exciting conversation on life, God and pop culture. Every week on the Radiant Culture Podcast.
1: Alright, so we have two guests in the studio today. We're very privileged to have both of them, as we always are. We're so privileged when people take the time out to join us and yeah, help us to tackle these. Quite difficult topics. Difficult but fun at the same time. So we have Shingirai Sabeta in the building. say what's up?
2: Hey, what's up guys?
1: <laughs> he is a rapper who's a Christian or a Christian who's a rapper? Which one a with?
2: Christian who's a rapper. Oh
1: okay. mm-hmm. yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so we those. <wanted> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we also have Tanate, also that's that Tana. She actually I'll let her introduce herself but she's like the founder of <laughs> Five main all these cool <laughs> things that she does So I'll
3: let Tana tell us about herself first and she it. Okay, hi, it's great to be here Thank you for having me My name is Tana Gambora I am a Zimbabwean poet um, and a writer I am the founder, like TMAX said Of the 25 May Movement Which is basically um, an African cultural renaissance movement That basically aims at getting people to start looking at their africa more deliberately um so yeah that's what it is in a nutshell mm. thank
2: you. okay so i'm shingray sabetta um people might know me from back in the days as mau mau and the hip-hop artist um yeah i've been basically involved on the music and entertainment scene um, since the 90s and um yeah i'm still at it
1: that's great so thank you guys for joining us biscuit you're awfully quiet (laughs)
0: it's because for the last two weeks oh
1: you've been by yourself i've been
0: talking i've been that is why biscuit's
1: tired no a biscuit's not meant to be
0: the only wheel on the car (laughs) (laughs) but anyway it's okay I was happy to do it. <laughs> I, I learned a lot. Thank had tons you. of fun. Thank you
1: for holding.
0: <laughs> uh, You're welcome. The last two <laughs> weeks,
1: It's is like he was waiting for this. Thank you. We have <laughs> to your service to this podcast. <laughs> Thank you.
0: It's all good now, but but I'm here. I'm here. Uh, we should be getting the Cookie Master back soon. So uh, Gosh, no,
1: I'm not sure. I feel like um, he's
0: not coming back. Yeah, maybe you can do some interviews from where he's at. I'm, I'm hoping he does something like that. But uh, we're gonna have fun. Yes. Anyway. We've got a really interesting uh, topic Mm
1: -hmm. today. Yeah, so it's no secret that everyone in this room is African. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) But um, I think we've kind of... I think Africans in general are rediscovering what it means to be African or to identify as African. And that also applies to Africans who are not on the continent of Africa. There's African... mm, Although I'm sketchy about the Africanness. African Americans and, you know, Africans all over the place who are trying to rediscover their identity. So, and then at the same time, those ones who are in Africa are looking back at their history and blaming colonialism for a lot of the woes that we find ourselves in today. And some are very grateful for colonialism, on the other hand, because it brought us things like Christianity, some would say. So, yeah, we're just going to talk about that today. And, Shingi, maybe I'll just pose a question to you. Mm. Do you think that um, colonialism, in terms of it bringing, so to speak, Christianity to Africa, Mm. do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? Or does how Christianity came doesn't really matter, just as long as it came?
2: Um, (laughs) yeah, that's a pretty, pretty um, deep, um, deep, I think, question. at the end of the day i think if i if i had to 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 put my money on something i'd say look it doesn't really matter at the end of the day how it got to us um we have to look at how it got to us but um i think there's a lot more detail in that and i think um you know we don't want to throw away the the what what's the expression the the baby, the baby with the with, with the, the with bath water, water. Mm-hmm. um so you know in many ways it happened the way it did um but i think uh you know i'd like to look at the positive that came out of it mm-hmm. so that's that's what my my approach would be yeah. yeah.
1: So you do feel that you know we should be grateful for the missionaries and Anna David Livingstone <laughs> and all those other guys.
2: Okay, because you know the thing is, yeah, Christianity. I think in Africa, as as happened in in the rest of the New World, as they called it, you know, people coming from Europe. I, I think it was always tied up with with colonialism, um, and so it's an emotional topic. And I think people need to be able to separate um what was going on um you know certainly there were people that were empire builders you know Mm. like rhodes was very unlikely that he was a christian in fact i think he wasn't you know Mm. um you know at the same time missionaries might have come in actually before him Mm. you know um and as far as i'm concerned as long as they had their purpose in their hearts to preach the gospel then that's a good thing and they were doing what they have been called to do which is what we are called to do now as christians so i don't have a problem with that um, so I think we need to be able to separate, you know, what missionaries might have been doing and what colonialists or empire builders or whatever were doing, you know, um, it's, it's not necessarily the same thing. And I think yeah. we need to be able to separate the two. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's just, I guess the two were happening at the same yeah. time. So it's very yeah. difficult for us to, to fully accept the good. I mean, there's yeah. also some negatives to it. For yeah. example, uh, a missionary would have come here and been like, ah, oh, but these people have like five wives for every one guy that's not how it's supposed to be y'all should have one man one woman yeah. so then one would say that now they were trying to mix their christianity and making our culture right. look bad when we were fine with our five wives right so tana what would you say to that whole thing of christian um, missionaries coming and then also blending their wanting to preach us the gospel with removing certain aspects of our culture
3: Um, Definitely, like you've already said, it's difficult to separate the two events Mm -hmm. because one might say um, the efforts of the missionaries were to bring about Christianity and spread what they believed was um, a good, right? Christianity is a good thing. It's what people need. It's people's moral guidance. But then to another person, it could have been a a hidden agenda. It could have, to many Zimbabweans and many non-religious Africans, Christianity was used as a tool for colon- colonialism, you know, to colonize. It was a, it was a power thing. Mm. And why it was so easy and why it was so effective for, um, the missionaries, um, and the colonialists to complete their mission was because of, um, money comes into it. Because now what was happening is, um, Africans saw that there were people who had this idea about um, a god that's worshipped in a different way? Mm-hmm. And these are the same people that have guns. These are the same people that have money. Surely their religion has to be right as well because they're mm-hmm. doing a lot of things right. Mm-hmm. And so it's difficult to separate. And so, yeah, it's 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 a it's an interesting thing. To, um, it's interesting. You, you have to hear what the different the different sides say. You have to hear what yeah. a Christian says and what um an African traditionalist says. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I
0: don't know. My thoughts as I'm listening to all of this is that um there there is a difference even between Christianity and religion. Because mm. it's not just Christianity in which this happened. Mm. Lots of religions oh, have been like used Buddhism. to Buddhism yep. was used yeah, for the same the, purposes Islam. Islam. Yeah. All of Islam. Oh, yeah. Used mm. for the exact same thing. Someone mm. The, the faith itself may have been fine. Mm-hmm. And then someone's like, you know what? Yep. This is a perfect opportunity mm-hmm. and a perfect tool mm. to use to further my agenda and for me to feel good yeah. about mm. what I'm doing. Mm. Yeah. So I, I would, I know we're talking from a very Christian context, but I, I would also like to just put it mm. out there that this True. is not unique to Christianity yeah. per se. Yeah. Yeah. And Absolutely. so I, I would be v- concerned if we uh mixed
3: <laughs> made Christianity
0: evil for the yeah. sake of what it was used for by some
3: yeah, or yeah
0: by, by a some. large number let's even say a large number yeah I yeah. yeah so
3: yeah I, I definitely agree with that um we have to be objective when we come to this issue because let's say um the colonialists were islam for example would have been the exact same argument it's not something that's specific to christians it's not It was not a Christian thing to do, that it was a tool used for um, colonialism. It could have happened with any other religion. It's just the circumstance in which it Mm -hmm. happened.
1: Yeah. And I think, I don't know... uh This this doesn't only apply to religion only. I know I'm going off track, but it also like the same with education. How Mm -hmm. now pretty much the whole world is essentially anglicized or Mm -hmm. the better English you speak, your chances of succeeding are apparently better. And that's something we say, you know, thanks colonialists for giving us this cool new language. Mm -hmm. I mean, guys, if you really think about it, we have Shona, but it's written with English letters. We didn't have that (laughs) before. Like, I don't know what we used to write exactly, but... Yeah. So much well, of our you know, own culture has been infu- infiltrated, so to speak, by yeah. the colonialism. Yeah. It's, it's true. We've actually
0: got many... We've got African alphabets. They exist. There's an, a fantastic book by uh, Saki Mufundikani. It's a Zim guy. And he's. it's called African Alphabet. So mm. he went around actually finding mm. the alphabets of the languages that we authentically had. But mm. you're very right. The education system... Mm rather deliberately squashed and removed any notion of those to the point where many of us think we never even had one, mm. or we were never smart, quote-unquote, mm. yeah. yeah. enough to make an alphabet mm. of our own. Yet, mm-hmm. there's plenty. There's mm. there's great stuff that's out
2: there. Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: yeah. So, in, say, a Zimbabwean's journey of separating the evils of colonialism in terms of religion and the good, would it serve one to go back to your roots and be like, okay, what did my ancestors actually do in terms of worship before these people came along? And what was so wrong with it? Like, why did we have to change Mm. and adopt this white Jesus, (laughs) apparently white Jesus (laughs) Uh, uh. and like make him our God? Because again, like Tana was saying, it could have been a tool that they were using at the time, uh, their God has to be white because they need to know that we are superior to them. So obviously the God would have to be the same color as us. You can't have a God who's the same color as them. It wouldn't make sense. So would it serve one to actually go back to your roots and be like, but Mari was there before they came. Why can't I just worship him without all this other stuff in between? (laughs) I
2: saw Tana nodding her head, so I'll let you answer (laughs) that one first.
1: Um. Yes, I
3: think definitely you need to make a religious choice for yourself. So yes, most of us are born into Christianity, but staying has to be a choice. Staying mm. has to be because like from a Zimbabwean perspective, you need to then see what were we doing before. What was the concept, what was the spiritual concept we had before, and then you put the two together and you see which one makes sense to you mm. and if it's Christianity that speaks to you, then be a Christian and you've done that out of choice. you haven't done that you know arbitrarily you haven't done that because you were born into it. you've done that because to you that's what makes sense and if it's um, the same for on the on the reverse side for African traditional then 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 do that, but you can't make that decision without knowing what African traditional religion was what it encompassed what um, the idea behind it was mm-hmm. you know yeah
2: so. so you know my take on all of this is that you know uh, and these are questions I've also wrestled with uh, you know most of us we inherit our belief system mm-hmm. you know we inherit like you said Christianity you know if I'd been Born in, in Morocco, I probably would be Muslim because, yeah. you know, I was born into it. Yeah. And at some point in your adult life, you come to a point where you have to make a choice for yourself. And I think anybody who's a self sort of thinking person would would pursue that um, mm-hmm. and say, you know, question what I believe. And then after that, decide where they want to be. Um, so at this point in time, uh, you know, I think, yeah, you do your analysis. And I think, yeah, whatever works for you uh, works, works, um, you know, that's that's what you follow. Um, I, I guess that's the only way to to answer it. Um, my only question is if you if you if you decide you know what I I, I don't I want to put Christianity aside or whatever or I want to go back to this traditional belief. One of the questions I'd ask you is, well, how far back are we talking here now? You know, are you going back to the eighteen hundreds? Are you going back to the 1600s? Because mm-hmm. history is history, yeah. you know. Uh, and another thing we need to keep in mind is that culture is dynamic. Yeah. Culture changes. What we think is our culture. Mm-hmm. You know, when I say we're doing, it's probably a bit different to what when I say we're doing. And then mm-hmm. beyond that, when I say what, wow, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it becomes a, a rabbit hole. Like, at what point do you stop? Mm-hmm. I guess you can always decide to stop somewhere. But I get concerned because you, you keep searching and searching and searching. And in many ways... Um, I know I'm older than you are. Mm -hmm. I've I've gone through that process and I've searched and searched and searched and searched. Um, and for me, I ended up finding my truth in Christ. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and because I've done that, I've done that due diligence, Mm -hmm. um, you know, because I saw that I'm chasing, I don't know, to me, shadows. That's what I was doing. Um, so I'm just sharing my experience, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah.
3: Yeah. I, I agree. I would say that, um, I think that that's largely caused by the lack of doc- documentation that comes with African culture and African religion. But that also brings us to the question, when we're saying that there's a, there's a new wave of new age Africans that are trying to reconnect with themselves and reconnect with African culture, what is African culture? Yeah. What is the culture they're trying to pursue? Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, I, I'm, I would say I'm a pretty contemporary African and I don't think that to be African, I have to follow what they did in 1800s in Africa. Yeah. I don't believe that what that's what it means to identify as an African. And this mm-hmm. is the same for any culture and any, any race in the world. You mm-hmm. don't have to do mm-hmm. what they did, they did yeah. ages ago, ages ago right. to identify as that person. So we need to ask, what, what, what are we saying it is to be African? Mm. That's a
1: really good
0: question. I'm very much very much interested in African culture and all things belief and identity and all of that. It's mm. a big aspect of my day-to-day work. And one thing I've come across a lot is the um, confusion that there seems to be Mm -hmm. between tradition, culture, and identity. Mm -hmm. We somehow mix what those things are. You're right. People are trying to tune in to African culture. Mm -hmm. And the problem that arises is that word culture. Mm. So I just wanted to pull up the dictionary definition of culture. (laughs) Good man. Arts, customs, lifestyles, background and habits that characterize a particular society or nation. The beliefs, values, behavior and material objects that constitute a people's way of life. Right. Mm -hmm. It is not in any way about the past yeah it has nothing to do with the past the culture is how you are behaving today it is informed by the past yeah mm -hmm. yeah and maybe by the future right but like the culture in your house is the culture in your house formed by the people today Mm. Mm. it's it's not about the people 50 years ago right tradition is a way things were done before before that you use today now there's a new problem with that it may or may not be applicable to today Hmm. But it's from the past, right, and then your identity now, I think that is the real issue right when we come to Christianity and Africanism and everything. your identity is the eternal thing, it's the hmm. lifelong thing it's it's the it transcends your culture and your your yes. traditions because hmm. those are informed by your identity. Your understanding or lack thereof of that identity. Yeah. Hmm. So I don't know, I just wanted to throw that in there, sound real smart for (laughs) a second. Yeah, you Yeah,
2: absolutely. Professor. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well (laughs) T Mac Over to you. Yeah.
1: (laughs) No, I think if someone were to look at Africa today and try and figure out what our culture is today, I think. Eh, they'd rather keep their own <laughs> culture yeah. because we're not popular for the best things, yeah. uh, as if we're gonna be honest right now. corruption is part of our culture, ignorance is part of our culture, but then again, that's part of almost every um you know inefficiency is part of our culture, mm. being late is part of our culture, so it's like okay what what am I really trying to mm. connect with that can bring value to me, yeah. It would be confusing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I've just
3: been reading a blog that ties um, in with what Biscuit has been saying about um, culture being where you are in that moment. Um, can I just read it? It's really mm-hmm. short. There's this post, the, um, the latest one is called "Culture." So the blog is called "Memoirs of a Post-Colonial Era." Okay, so this is it. What is it to be African? To wear loin To born meaningless traditions through centuries, all in the name of preserving culture? Before race, religion, gender or tribe, we are human. The very essence of who we are is to evolve, to learn and to be better than what we were before. But how do people grow if they are blindly grappling onto their failing cultural practices? If the point of humanity is to grow from a previous state of being, how then can we blame Africa for remaining stagnant through the years? When many of us, are, when many of us still believe that the only way for us to move forward is by going back, colonialization left a societal vacuum. It became evident that our once strong cultures could no longer keep up with the people that we had become, and so a confused set of ideals grew to fill the void. The idea that one must be either strictly Western or African and nothing in between. And being African was being the African that remained untainted by foreign influence. Yeah. That ideology mm. would have worked if our way of life had not completely shifted from yeah. what it had been before. Yeah. The patriarch who flourished in the days of hunting for virility no longer existed in the Africa that the colonialists gave birth to. His role in the home and in the society had been leveled down. This patriarch had to learn that he is equal to a woman. He had to learn that aggressiveness and physical strength no longer equal to prosperity. But how can he learn if his people are still holding onto the flimsy strings of their past? There is an an unspoken fear that once we let go of our culture, we will lose ourselves. We will cease to be a people of Africa and instead become a people of nothing. The colonial master would have won. But is that truly the case? Take wearing waist beads as an example, agonizing for a woman to wear and humiliating for her to remove. Their purpose is solely to mold a woman, a woman's body, so as to please the man. Their whole meaning is a direct manifestation of the unjust patriarchy that exists in our culture. However, a 21st century woman who is trying desperately to assert her equality to a man will refuse to remove these beads again in the name of preserving culture. But is it your culture or the culture of your forefathers when they did not know better? Is it the culture that they adopted as it was the only life they knew how to live? But now you know better and the times have changed. Change with them. How can one justify culture even if its existence completely obliterates the progression that your Africa is meant to have? Culture may well be one of the many reasons that post-colonials tend to have identity crises. One becomes torn between who they want to be and who society has forced them to be. It is what says, you cannot do this because you are not white, or you are African, so you must do this. (laughs) It is what, what will blindly dictate your future until you begin to lose your bearings. Being born of Africa and being of African descent makes you African enough. Letting go of traditions that are detrimental to the progression of society does not make you any less African than your forefathers. It is not some terrible taboo. It simply means that you have grown and learned from those that came before you. Anything that is not growing is dying. Remember that african renaissance lies in a cultural revolution but this does not mean unearthing the past to try and fit together fragmented histories it simply means defining your own way of life by the way that you actually want to make it distinctly yours because if one truly believes that the key to our freedom lies in the ghosts of yesterday then we might as well unlearn all things that we know today Disallow society from forcing you to a certain way because you are African. There is no such thing as a generic African. Out of fifty four countries, one billion people and millions of other tribes, it would be a gross representation of the peoples on of our continent to label them all under the same stern term. Africa is my home, not my tradition. So yeah, I just thought it was an interesting view on what culture is and what the identity people are trying to grapple onto is they, they definitely need to redefine it and decide for themselves
1: yeah it's true because i think we focused a bit too much on the aesthetic side shall Yeah. I say because like For example, the African-Americans who are in Africa, the ones who are trying to identify with african you know, they'll go back to natural hair or they'll Mm. start wearing, like, my And you're like, we don't even wear that. Yeah, that's not what
3: it means to be African.
1: Yeah, 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 I really like
0: that. But I appreciate it, though. Um, Dealing with one or two African-Americans myself, professionally and otherwise, Mm. um, I understand why they want to do that oh, so yeah. much. Oh yeah. Uh, and I respect it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. because we've been stripped of part of our identity. They've been like double stripped, yeah, shall yeah. we mm. say. Yeah. yeah.
2: Worse. <laughs> so they yeah. So so they really they put in a lot more effort. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Put an effort yeah. and double up on it yeah. and <laughs> go to the extreme because yeah. anything is better than where they are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I guess that's the perspective that they got. But they are in a way trying to go back to An ancient version that just may not suit what we are today. (laughs) And they are also doing the whole baby with the bathwater. They're now kind of throwing everything out mm. yeah and then they and also
1: make us look like, a bit stupid <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be African and yeah. not wearing any shoes yes. yeah. 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 i
0: yeah. creating confusion because yeah. the, the young Africans in Africa then start wondering am I African
2: exactly yeah
0: I do like Nike yeah exactly <laughs> like, you know? wait you know you're not <laughs> so, yeah. so there's that and then add to that the layer of um, of of faith and belief, mm. which is largely marketed in a well, in a Western way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've noted this in my own church where <laughs> sometimes um, you get the whole, uh, we need to stop doing A, B, C, D. And occasionally I've sat and looked and said, no, the things you're targeting are kind of uniquely uh, Zimbabwean things. Mm. Like things to do with my culture mm-hmm. or tradition you're, yeah. you're targeting those things but you're ignoring that the western perspective you're coming from has its own cultural things the mm-hmm. bible was done by by jews and greeks and stuff it mm-hmm. even had nothing to do with you yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but you've imposed your western thing and now you you've decided that's right and now you're imposing that on me yeah. mm-hmm. and I think it's diluting the core of the original message, which was this faith and belief was for men of all nations yeah. across the world. Yeah. It had nothing to yeah. do with yeah. with most of what we tie it with today.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Another interesting thing is to note that even in the Bible, um, when Paul goes and he's you know um, trying to. I wanted to use a big word, but then I forgot. Man, I mean, what, what do you hmm. <laughs> pros, Proselytize, Bro- proselytize, <laughs> proselytize, something. Yeah, I know that. I'm trying to say that yeah. word, anyway, evangelize <laughs> <laughs> to people. <laughs> he would be like, he wouldn't then force the Greeks to get circumcised because yeah. mm-hmm. like, he recognized yeah. that this is part of me mm-hmm. and my culture and what I deem as important. Yeah. But for them to be saved, they don't need to change all of that. You can stay as is, Mm -hmm. sort of thing so maybe we should also sort of adopt that when we look at some of the things the colonialists then removed maybe some of it was harmless maybe some of it was Mm -hmm. in direct contradiction of some very core principles of the bible Mm -hmm. but some mm, not really that important so you can I guess yeah you have to just go back and really analyze okay what was important for us to let go of and what wasn't for example um for m- for me, in my opinion um, Communicating with the dead <laughs> yeah. Is something that I would uh, I think we can let that go. Yeah, exactly. I think that's yeah. actually something we, we, we need to
3: talk about Because um, it's something that I see Christians doing all the time Christians in Zimbabwe um, You will see a Christian in Zimbabwe A relative dies And um, they do the ceremony mm-hmm. To me, it doesn't make sense I don't mean to offend anyone, but if you were a Christian, um, and you know you follow the Bible and you understand what what it, what what being Christian means, mm. it's difficult. I understand why they do it. I understand um, how difficult it is to just kind of switch traditions yeah. like overnight. Mm. But for you to still knowingly do something that's not in Christian doctrine and still call yourself Christian, it's, it's it brings confusion not only to yourself but to society mm. you know because basically um so shona traditional religion it's pretty much the it's pretty much like christianity where it really differs is um the view on the afterlife and what happens when someone dies yeah. so um so that in 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 shana traditional religion when someone dies you have to kind of um invite them back into your home to protect you because they believe that there's um a realm of the spirit that lives within us we can't see them but they participate in our day-to-day lives right Mm -hmm. and so when they die um the whole ceremony has to happen so that you can invite them into your home again peacefully Mm -hmm. right um that that's something that wouldn't make sense um in a christian perspective because yeah. um christians believe that once someone has died they um wait for the second coming yeah. or um <clears throat> ju- judgment day right and so the two can't the two can't happen co-exist, together they yeah. can't coexist and um the same is happening it's that's just one example and another example is happening with um polygamous men and women in this country Um, A polygamous Christian, in essence, doesn't really make sense. And so I wouldn't want to judge anyone, of course, but I do think that anyone who's in that sort of situation really does need to sit down and think about which... Which side it is they want to follow, which full doctrine full doctrine they want to embrace mm. because um, i don 't think it 's fair for someone like that to call themselves a Christian or call themselves um, someone who 's an African traditionalist because you 're not, mm. and so as a, a sort of syncretist religion has evolved mm. where people are amalgamating the two different practices, and i don 't know what do we call that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, if I can touch on that, I mean, I think that's one of the biggest issues right now in mm-hmm. this country and probably also in Africa. Um, and it's really just, uh, to me, it comes down to these are what I'd call cultural c- Christians, They're like nominal Christians. They, mm-hmm. they, they are Christian in name, but they truly don't understand what it means to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if I can go into the Bible, Second Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, mm-hmm. all things have become new. Mm-hmm. They, they're failing to understand that, that once you're in Christ, you're a new creation. You, you, you can no longer um, be doing those things that you were doing before that, mm-hmm. um, particularly, you know, like some of those traditions. Um, and I think that's just um, that's confusion. That's lack of knowledge of who you are. You know, Jesus also says in John 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So if you understand those basic two verses, you can't continue combining your your former traditions mm-hmm. with what, what you're not doing in Christianity. And um, and I think that's a problem. And I, I don't like it because I think it's given a very bad, um, how can I put it, image of when people think of christians they'll think of examples like some of what you're saying you know and it's unfortunate but i think it's just lack of knowledge um and i think the true gospel needs to be preached more and more so people understand what is the true gospel what is the the, what is the true relationship with god when you say a christian what does it mean Mm this country purports to be 80% Christian. Mm-hmm. I can tell you it's not. Yeah. It's probably mm-hmm. 10, 15%. Mm-hmm. You know, the rest is these syncretic kind of religions that you're talking about and mm-hmm. people do it for their convenience. It, you know, if you love women, it, it's cool design, <laughs> ah polygamy, you know, it happened in the old Testament, it's our culture. you know, Solomon had whatever, you know, oh, it's our culture and yeah. stuff like that, you know? And, uh, unfortunately, no, that's, Solomon. that's totally not within what an, uh, born again, um, Christianity is about. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I'll take a piece from what both of you are saying that I'm finding uh, very, very useful, important mm. and that is knowledge and truth. Mm. And I think those are vital. Yep. You, you do need to find the truth because there can only be one. Yeah, that's, that's it. The, that's, the that's the nature a, of that's truth.
1: That's a whole separate issue though because it, it, now truth is being pushed, especially well, starting in the west, that it's relative, man. That's mm-hmm. the, you have your own, and truth, that's the problem. That's, that's the problem.
0: That I think is <laughs> follow your truth. Yeah, it's just uh, a, a whole big lie, really. I listen to a lot of apologetics mm-hmm. and um. And they talk a lot about how you've got your theism, your pantheism, mm-hmm. your yeah. agnostics, your atheists, all of mm-hmm. all those very different worldviews. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they all believe they're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the truth is really only one can be. Mm-hmm. The thing is, you've got to take the time to find what that is. I like what you're saying about investigating the past, investigating these beliefs and these faiths mm-hmm. and our yeah. traditions. Yeah. A lot of us are too scared to even look. to even know for sure yeah Yeah. so yeah so of course you're going to get confused of course you're going to mix things because you don't know whatever side you choose to be on yeah no
2: yes because some people are just swallowing what was given to them them and they're not yeah let's
1: look at it what it would be a safe way for someone to uh, investigate doing the you know (laughs) to one of these ceremonies and insert myself into the situation? (laughs) Is that really a
0: wise thing to do? I think this day and age, we are way different from 60 years ago. Mm. We do live in the communication age and there is literally almost nothing you can't find while sitting at home Read Almost a book. Yeah. On the internet Nothing
3: <laughs> Read a book on the internet
0: Yeah, yeah The few The extra things you can go But you will have gotten A basic knowledge mm. Yeah You can If you wanted You can open And read the whole Quran From home If you mm. really wanted yeah. to yeah. You might have to yeah. Learn the language yeah, But yeah. you can do it Yeah From home So yeah. I don't think I think we're now in this convenience world where we like things. That's it, you
2: pick here, you pick there, you mix it up. Like yeah. it, yeah. We're enjoying
0: it. It's a guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. We but actually prefer it. You
3: yeah. did touch on something really important, um, where the fear of experimenting or knowing what what the other religion is comes from. Because um, I, I know a lot of people who go through it, you know, they are Christians, but they also want to know what it is that other people do. But... Um, there's this kind of warped idea of Christianity that they've learned that if you try to, if you search for knowledge, you might stumble into the devil. You might mm-hmm. stumble into what's wrong. You might, um, by, by questioning Christianity, you are, you know, submitting yourself to the devil, submitting yourself to evil, submitting yourself opening to a opening a <laughs> yeah. door. Um, I think, <laughs> I think that's where, um, um, That's where You you need to know yourself and you need to know why it is that you are looking for whatever you're looking for Why it is you're making an effort um, to find yourself because Mm. then, you know, you don't need to fear those things You don't need to fear what you've been told
1: So now we find ourselves in a place where we've realized that looking back and taking everything that was done in the past May not be practical moving forward So how would we as what century? Are you in? 21st. 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 21st century. Yeah. <laughs> just think of Fox. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. right, right. right yeah. How do we as 21st century Africans shape the culture that is right now not without taking all the unnecessary stuff that we had back in the day that is no longer applicable? Ugh, applicable? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, so I, I was just going to say
3: that um, if you are doing good, if you are... Um, Christian, I mean, African by birth or by descent, and you are embracing moral good, that's enough. Mm. That's culture enough. You don't have to start looking for things that are irrelevant. Because quite frankly, things that n- are no longer practiced that you want to adopt simply because you've read them are irrelevant. Mm. So... Simply by being um, a person born of the continent or is a descendant of the continent and understanding moral good and doing good for, you know, the human race, that's enough. That's how we move forward. That's your identity.
2: Look, OK, I'll I'll, I'll answer from a from a Christian perspective, uh, because I think that's that's where I'm best placed to, to answer. Um, it's 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 not an easy place to be in. But I think we have to find our identity in Christ and realize that when you're born again, that is where identity starts. Um, And to me, it solves a whole lot of problems because I think what you have to do is, you know, basically, it's a lifestyle, right? Um, You know, to me, you have to ask yourself, okay, is the way I'm, I don't know, expressing myself, behaving, talking, acting, whatever I'm doing, does it conform to the Word of God or does it not? Uh, Because it's as simple as that. Um, I'm just trying to find find a verse that I can... uh, yeah, okay, Romans 12:2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So, to me, as long as you can answer, as a Christian, is what I'm doing good and acceptable and the perfect will of God? If you can answer that, and I mean, I think you need to pray on it, the Holy Spirit guiding you. If you can answer that, then whatever you're doing, if it's acceptable to God, acceptable to God, then that's fine. Um, you know, in a nutshell, that's all I would say. I think the rest comes out of that. It has to flow out of that um that's yeah that's i think what what i'd say
0: can i ask you guys um what is your view on kingdom culture i'm sure you've heard that phrase here and there <laughs> uh i, 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 haven't, I haven't
3: i haven't heard it what what uh, is it yeah.
0: a lot of churches believe in a sort of kingdom culture mm. which is to say no it's not west it's not african it's not egyptian it's mm. not asian right it's The culture of the kingdom of God. Right. And people who are born of the kingdom of God. Right. So it's trying to actually have a culture that is biblically based. Okay. Now, of course, I can go deeper into my own perspectives on that. (laughs) But I think in a nutshell, that is what kingdom culture is, and some churches uh, promote being of a kingdom culture rather than of any particular culture here on earth.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds interesting I'm not sure How that does that manifest Like for example How would I See somebody doing something Then I'd be like Okay That's kingdom culture You know this, I, I, I don't know to, I
0: guess to go on From what you just said um, mm. The kingdom culture For an, an example Would yeah. be um, Love thy neighbor As thyself Right That would be classified As something that ought oh, to be Within okay. Okay. kingdom culture all right so if you're doing anything that is not like that like saying ah oh, you stole my toothbrush therefore i shall take yours yeah that yeah, is yeah. not kingdom culture right you're, you're doing an eye for an eye it's no longer kingdom culture right so uh it can be problematic because uh. then obviously you would have to have a whole discussion with someone about Kuruagua and and,
3: and uh, Kingdom Culture,
0: not Kingdom Culture all that sort of stuff I was was, was, was was actually
3: getting a bit confused because um, when you put it like that it makes sense but initially um, what I had understood of Kingdom Culture was basically um, the culture biblical characters followed
2: Oh. oh yeah no no yeah. not that at all that, <laughs> that, would, be that, <laughs> that would be
3: crazy that's Hebrew there scary. are some people trying yeah. that but
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah I won't mention yeah, the I, I'll names I'll also say the yeah, there are, there are some, some people who do, so, so, do that so, so, so Biscuit I think just from what I'm understanding I, of what you said I mean I think to me that's just another word for doing the word which to me is yeah. fine if you're doing the word and you're practicing the word that is great that is what we call to do mm. you know Um, You know, if people, but, you know, yeah, people mustn't get too caught up in, you know, I think, you know, the naming and whatever, Do you know what I mean? But I mean, it's a type of behavior mentality, then that's fine. If it's according to the word, I think that's okay.
1: Thank you guys so much for joining us and trying to unpack this multi-layered topic that we're discussing. Thank Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Shinki. And uh, yeah, we'll have you back for part two. (laughs) Yes, that's good. All right. So this is Radiant Culture. My name is T-Mac.
0: And I'm Biscuit. I'm rolling with the whole car. Still in this. I'm still in the back seat. Yeah. I'm in the
1: boot. So if Ask you, the officer if you to check
0: for a serviceable spare tire. I'm there.
1: Contribute <laughs> to our discussion. We have a Facebook page. It's Radiant Culture on Facebook. On Twitter, it's at Radiant Culture. And our email address is radianatthehub.co.zw. So send in your contributions, your questions, and just stay in touch with us. Awesome. All right. Keep it funky. Peace.
0: It's hot, it's fresh, it's uncut. Hashtag Real
2: Talk on the Radiant Culture Podcast.